plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. It is Tuesday morning, November 29th. Cowboys are set to take on the Minnesota Vikings in Minneapolis at the new stadium up there on Thursday night. Should be a good one. Uh, I will be joining Locked On Vikings uh, Thursday morning. We will have a crossover show, so that will get you uh, definitely ready. And then Friday morning I'll come back with a or sometime Friday, I am flying back Friday morning, but at some point on Friday, I will uh, come back with a recap show, and then we are back to the grind, back to the normal uh, schedule, so to speak, because the Cowboys, uh, this will end their three games in 12 days, so that should be interesting, and today I'm, I'm going to play some audio from Tyrone Crawford, I'm also going to play uh, some audio from Rod Marinelli, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, and, and you know, the, the Cowboys, there's no question they're playing great. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Des Bryant appears to be back in form. Jason Witten's the security blanket. Cole Beasley's having arguably his best season. Uh, Terrence Williams made a great catch, the offensive line, etc., etc. We know that this team, the offense is clicking on all cylinders, but I, I, I kind of want to spend a day talking about the defense because this is it's not about what the Cowboys do well so to speak anymore at this point you got to look forward with them trying to clinch home field with them trying to make a run in the playoffs what might stop them and the defense is sticking out like a sore thumb and I know I've hammered this if you've listened to the show recently uh, but uh, this was my story in today's Star Telegram uh, kind of the need for a pass rush. I don't even touch on the takeaways, but I, I did some research uh, on this, and, and I thought Tyrone Crawford touched on it as well as Rod Marinelli. The defense is not happy being called a bend but don't break defense, but at the end of the day, that's exactly what this team's been. They're, they're 21st in the league uh, in total defense. They're third against the run, which is great, but 31st against the pass, and I think the pass coincides with a lack of a pass rush. Clearly, they've been hurt without Barry Church, who's expected to return on Thursday, and Morris Claiborne sitting out uh, with injuries that, that's kind of given up some big plays. Anthony Brown, the rookie out of Purdue, is burnt for a 67-yard touchdown pass. But this team needs to get to the quarterback, needs to get some pressure on the quarterback. It's been harped on since day one of the offseason. They had to improve the pass rush. This is a team that had 28 sacks in 2014, and forget the catch, one of the main reasons they did not get past Green Bay, they could not get a hand on a hobbled Aaron Rodgers. You know, Demarcus Lawrence had one sack in that playoff game up in Green Bay, and that was it. The Cowboys got to a hobbled Aaron Rodgers once, of course lost, and the Packers went on to lose to the uh, 
at Seattle, and Seattle went on to lose the Super Bowl to the Patriots. But, uh, you know, that derailed that great 2014 season. And then they thought they addressed it last season. They rolled the dice on Randy Gregory and Greg Hardy. They got a combined zero, or excuse me, they got zero sacks from Randy Gregory. Greg Hardy, I think, had six uh, sacks last season, but overall the total only bumped up to 31. And Demarcus Lawrence uh, had eight of those 31 sacks. But if you look at a bright side to this, Demarcus Lawrence has been a second-half player throughout his career. He's stepped up kind of down the stretch. And whether that's him just getting more comfortable or him uh, getting healthy or him finding his groove, whatever it may be, he has been a second-half player. So that bodes well because of these numbers I am about to tell you right now. that So the past nine Super Bowl champs have had at least 35 sacks in the regular season. Three of those teams have had 50. That includes Denver last season, Pittsburgh in 2008, and the New York Giants in 2007. The fewest, the team, the team with the fewest sacks ever to win a Super Bowl is the 2006 Indianapolis Colts, and they had 24. The Cowboys right now are on pace for 29. So, uh, I guess they got that going for them. But this is not uh, a team. This is certainly going to be an issue, though, going forward. But like I said, they do have Demarcus Lawrence, who's a second-half player, and I, I talked with. Uh, Tyrone Crawford, who is the team leader in sacks with a grand total of three and a half. I talked with him about this exact issue, about the pass rush. Uh, This team did not have a sack last Thursday against Washington, and Kirk Cousins threw it 53 times. Now, granted, the Cowboys are playing more of a three-man front because uh, the four-man front just simply isn't getting to the quarterback, so that makes it even more difficult, but certainly... These are pros. They expect to be getting to the quarterback. Here is Tyrone Crawford. I open up with a question about Demarcus Lawrence. Are you at all concerned about the pass rush right now with uh, not getting a sack last game, or is it just kind of the nature of the three-man rush you guys are? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I wouldn't say I would use that word, but obviously, you know, I'm, I want, you know, sacks. Doesn't matter what we rush, one, two, three. Doesn't matter what we rush. I always want a sack. But um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, for um, we we didn't get any. And I mean, I mean, last week, and the, the weeks prior, I mean, we were running a little bit of three-man, three-man rush, and you know, it's harder to uh, beat five people with three men. But um, you know, I felt like we had some good rushes last week. Affected the quarterback well. Um, just didn't, just didn't get him to the ground. Right. Kind of, so. I mean, yeah. Well, well, obviously for your guys' unit, do you feel good that uh, Demarcus, a guy like Demarcus, he has one sack in seven games, but he's the last two years he's really come on strong later. But you know that it yeah. can get better. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not like for people that don't understand the system. People don't understand, you know, what we're doing. You know, they're, they're probably thinking, you know, sacks is, you know, something something major that has to happen. Right. But, uh, and, and it does. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, 
Tyrone Crawford, and, and clearly, as you heard him, uh, the, the defense is not like this bend-but-don't-break label, but at the same time, it's kind of what they've been. I mean, this is, they're, the, you know, the, they don't, they give up yards and big plays, but somehow force teams to settle for field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh, they don't pile up the sacks or takeaways, but they do find, you know, manage to get the timely tackle or pass breakup on third down, so... Uh, it, it kind of goes with that, and uh, uh, I'm going to play Rod Marinelli right now. Uh, for his audio, this is about five minutes of audio of Rod Marinelli, uh, his press conference from the other day. and In it, he touches on this bin but bre- don't break stuff, uh, as well as the, the lack of pass rush. And, and David Moore of the Dallas Morning News opened up the press conference by asking Rod, on the uh, big plays the Cowboys have given up more of late. Uh, it kind of coincides without Church and Claiborne. Uh, the, the offenses have been able to pick on the Cowboys secondary a little bit more. Uh, the 31st ranked pass defense. For like the first eight or nine games, you're doing such a good job of limiting the big plays. Yeah. These last two to three, those have come up on you. Can you talk about that a little bit? How much yeah. is it just really good quarterbacks, but also you guys? Oh, yeah, that's a little bit good quarterback, good, good, you know, good skill. But um, we got beat over the top. That just, you know, had, had happened really most of the year. So it's just keeping our cushion. And then I think some of the other big plays were just missed tackle in terms of angles and some of those things. So good athletes. We just got to keep working at that. It's all about, you know, the teamwork, the cup. And uh, angles, those things. So we work hard at that every day. You had so many setbacks in your secondary. How did it feel that JJ Wilcox was really coming along, oh and then you see him leave the game? Yeah, yeah I mean, I he just uh, a lot of these guys have really made some, some really great progress. You know, Bo and all those guys coming up. So, but I think these uh, the men have had a chance to go in and play. We, we like them, and they'll just uh, work to get better and better. Are you worried about being thin, though, in the secondary now? You've got J.J. Wilcox out, Mo Claiborne, probably not coming back anytime soon, and then you got Barry Church playing with something on his arm. Yeah. Well, I can't worry about it. It's who we got. And so we just got to, you know, really do a really good job of coaching it, making it simple enough for him to really go out and execute the play. How do you feel about the pass rush? Uh, this was um, not, not good, no. 
it's not good enough. We just got to keep working at it. Are you optimistic, though, because DeMarcus is the last couple of years kind of come on down the stretch? You think oh, he can... I'm always optimistic. I just believe what's ever happened in the past, you know, lack of takeaways or lack of sacks, whatever's happened doesn't affect what's going to happen this week. That's a statistic that's behind us. So now you're just constantly looking forward how to get better at what we're trying to do. So that's how I always looked at it. What do you, what do you think, DeMarcus, like, when you go through a stretch uh, like this, do you say... Okay, you guys just have to do a better job of what we're asking you to do, or do you say we have to help them, we have to throw in a blitz here, we have to do some different coverages to, to kind of help you, or is it basically just you just you know what you need to do? Uh, I just think is we as coaches have got to keep emphasizing the, the standards of the defense, the technique. I think when you – I always talk about poison panic. When you start throwing stuff in, you're showing the players you're panicking. Um, we believe in what we're doing. I, I, uh, I like poise, and I like to go out and work on our execution and teach. And all, everything that's kind of happened to us a little bit is teachable and, uh, and correctable. So it starts with us as coaches and being good teachers and uh, with poise. With all due respect, what's the difference between panic and adjusting? What are you saying? Okay, we got to change. Oh, I'm not saying that. I think a lot of it is getting out of your system. If you're saying, boy, wow, we've got to do this, this, and this, we've got every coverage that you can do, three, two, one, zone pressures, uh, uh, two-man pressure defenses, there's not much left in football. So you just go out, and if anything you do is you cut back. And so you make sure you're, you're doing those things really well. Marcus, had that sack in the Pittsburgh game. Is he showing you things that maybe remind you of year last year? Oh, you know, I thought that was good, but he's got to just keep coming and get better. We've been rushing three quite a bit. You know, I've, I've told you before, you rush, if we're not getting there good enough with the foreman, then you add a man to coverage, and that's what we've kind of done. And uh, it's, it's, it's tough sledding when you're rushing three. We know that. But uh, we had a backer in there. So that's where we're at, and we're just going to have to keep working on that phase of the game for ourselves. Have you, have you done more of that this year than in other years that you've... Oh, yeah. With the three-man rush? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it hard to accept because you've been, you've relied on the four guys up front for so long to, to become a rallying yeah. tackle team? I've always been, what does it take to win a game? I, I thought that's, it's about winning. And it's not stats for me, like I told you that before, other than takeaways and points. Those are the two things you got to do well in, to win. But it's, it's not about anything other than what, what do you have to do to win the game? And so that's, uh, we've adjusted there, and then we got to keep working on our four-man rush, too. What? Do you not have the rushes on your roster? Do you have guys that get to the I think so. I believe so. we got to just got to keep working with them. And you, but there's that levels of rushes are really important because when you're rushing four, there's timing to the whole thing. That ball's, and it's not so much just the sack. It's the, how ball will come, the ball has to come out quick. So that's what we're constantly working on it, and uh, I believe we're going to get better and better with it. I mean, you brought in Benson to do that. He had a couple sacks early, and then he's not been used. What, what's been his deal? What, why, why is he not? Oh, we just, we, as we get along, we look at it, and uh, we went with Ryan this last couple weeks, and that's a coaching decision. The phrase bend but don't break as a defense, or are you okay with that? That's other people's phrases, so I'm I'm never offended with other people say. I, I'm usually offended if I said it. So I just usually whatever people say is is it, I'm not them. 
okay, I have a, a certain idea and a certain belief how we do things, and that's uh, that's what I kind of just an old simple guy. Are you being become free? I ask somebody else. What do you say? I say we play aggressive, fast football, and we try to execute. And we always, in the whole system, has been about um, when people do drive the ball, you got to force them in mistakes. You can't let them get uh, in the end zone. And, uh, you got, if they do, it's through your goal line defense. And then you've got to, you know, the one statistic that doesn't come out that nobody ever talks about and nobody ever keeps is hustle, hitting, and discipline. And those are the ones important to me. Anybody can pick up a stat sheet and talk about it. That's irrele- irrelevant. You know, it's when you're really involved in the game and you see what we're trying to accomplish, that's what's relevant. Uh, that was uh, defensive coordinator Rod Marinelli, and I'm uh, kind of chuckling uh, at that quote because, you know, uh, if you heard, <laughs> hey, we, 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 you know, the f- whole point of the defense is, hey, they can drive on us, but, you know, we want to keep them out of the end zone, or if they do, uh, hold them to the field goal. I mean, that sounds to me like the fitting definition of bend but don't break but I, I do understand why the defensive guys aren't happy with that label because it is kind of a slight uh, or a perceived slight against them but anyways that is going to do it for today's episode I'll be back tomorrow with some more uh, audio from the locker room as well as my takes on the upcoming game against the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday again this is Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram and this is Locked on Cowboys Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.